TV show. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You've got like, you've got like blue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show, now on a flipping Monday. No, you're an angel. I said no really loud there. I scared myself. I don't know if that happens to you guys. Anyway, hello and welcome to the Dave Hill Good Time Hour with me, Dave Hill, from before. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hello, boy criminal, Chris Gersbeck. Hey. How's it going? Really great. Do you have background music on? I do, yeah. What is that tonight? It's uh, Isaac Hayes. Hung up on I can't my really hear it. Oh, that's nice. The usual. Things are heating up. Wade Snook in the chat says, I just squirted a little bit. He did not do the super chat. Whoa. I just read it. A random not super chat. If you want if you want me to just jump right ahead, we, we do have the super not to get I shouldn't be talking about the super chat, right? I should just I haven't even finished asking. New Jersey Chicken Rancher. Des, how are you doing? Doing great, Dave. How are you? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's been a real roller coaster ride with me That's what uh, today. What's that? That's what you were saying before. I've gotten my... In, since the last show, unless I talked about this on the last show, but I don't think so. I think it was since the last show. I've gotten into two separate run-ins with anti-maskers. Like in person? Yes. What was the uh, location? The same place, both times. Not the uh, uh, at the dip destination, I hope. No, I was at the dip destination today, I'm proud to say, at the grocery store. And thank God, I was able to... I'm, I realize I'm getting a little better at like not getting worked up for extended periods, because I did go to dip destination out here in Ohio, though I... I I am for real, for real, returning to New York soon. I know you keep threatening, and I have returned, and then I came back here, but I am for real, for real coming back. It may have been my last trip to Dip Destination, where you can get, as hinted in the name, dips. It's the only uh, stand in the store that they went out of their way to make a special sign for, and I applaud it. But what would happen, so last week, I went to the post office to mail a few things, which is I guess redundant. I guess you could do other things at the post office, but get a money order. Yeah, yeah, many things. But 
so I go to the post office, you know, and I'm I'm a pretty cautious uh, pandemic guy. Um, and so this uh, it's a tiny post office in this tiny little town of three thousand people, one person working the counter at a time. That's all there is. Sometimes there's a second person in the back, but that's about it. And so this guy walks in and he's like kind of a big like bearded he could be like 55 or 75 he's just a big hairy blob and he checks his p.o box and he says hey i told you not to put any bills in here the humorous joke that i'm sure the front desk guy gets seventy thousand times a day right so the guy the guy at the desk doesn't that, that that's pretty good i might start using that actually. it's pretty strong <laughs> you got to give it to him but so the guy at the front i think maybe chuckled politely i even gave it a little something and but it wasn't enough for the guy so he walks over in between me and the guy in the front you know at the register and he's like hey i told you not to put any bills in here at which point I backed away like an additional three feet. So I would be six feet from him. And he says, what are you scared? Oh, he's not wearing a mask. I should have pointed this out. He's not wearing a mask. He says, what are you scared? And so I found that annoying. Aggressive. Yeah. So I said, no, you should have a fucking mask on. I used the F word. Did you lean into it like you just did? Yeah, I said it right like that pretty much. All right, that's strong. Not exaggerating. Okay. And so he says, fuck you. And so I said, and I'm sorry for the language. I It basically uh, went full on uh, nasty language back and forth. Uh, this is a classy show, so I won't tell you what I said to him. And then it went back and forth. An insult, swear words, insult. And then he left. And he was so mad, he knocked on the glass to give me the finger again <laughs> after he left. Well, and then I, I gave know, him the stop. finger. Did he have gloves on? Was it like one of those weird, awkward, like... Yeah, he had gloves on. He did. <laughs> That's a, It's true, he did. Weak finger. So he was really pissed. And I was just kind of, you know, I was pissed, but whatever. But then I just quickly went back to just being a mild-mannered guy, which I normally am uh, when I'm making basic transactions throughout the day though i did say to the front desk guy hey uh, i did a little bit of that and then i went back to just being like okay thanks so i go back to the post office today less than a week later um there's a lot of anti-maskers in new york sadly tracy dunbar says yeah matt arnold does a super chat but he doesn't say anything that's a power move <laughs> Um, I, think, I think the the donation amount is the message. Oh, okay. Uh, normally, I, I try not to read the donation amounts, but let's be clear. He did do $6.66, which is the um, exact change of the beast. <laughs> um, but uh, so I go, I go to the post office today and to uh, renew my passport and then mail a package. And this is was not a time to be getting in a fight. 
because I realized like I don't want anyone screwing up with me sending my passport in. Mm. I'm just trying to get a jump on it because I imagine I'll go back to being an international superstar, you know, soon. And not that I stopped, but you see, you see my point. But my, my passport's expired. I need to anyway. So I go in there. It's a different guy at the front desk. And before there was a mask mandate, I'm working this story out for the mosque with it, which is why I'm not sparing any detail. And I'm going to cry at some point. Um, so this guy, before there was a mask mandate, he never wore, they never wore masks, the employees. And then there was, and then I only saw the other guy and he always had a mask on. So anyway, I hadn't seen this guy in a long time and he's behind the counter without a mask. And they do have like a piece of plastic hanging. It's not a wall. It's just like a piece. Of, it's like a temporary thing that's just hanging. So, okay, details. Um, he doesn't have the mask. And then I ask for an envelope. He goes in the back. I grab an envelope. I'm filling it out. Figure, oh, he's going to put a mask on when he comes back, right? And then he comes back and he doesn't have the mask on. And I think he's... 99.999% doing this on purpose and that was all it took for me to go like fuck this guy so I was like hey can you uh, put your mask on before you wait on me and he was all like shitty and eating green he's like nope uh, I'm not, I don't have to do that I'm I love like, the assholes that double down on their behavior yeah. when you call them out on it oh yeah he love was it. like He's like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm like, I'm not telling you. Uh, the governor of Ohio mandated it. I'm just fucking telling you what the law is. He's like, nope, I don't have to do it. You can't make me do it. And uh, so he's like, you don't know my HIPAA status. I don't have to tell you. And uh, he's like, uh, so then I'm like, I'm like, well, give me a fucking form to fill out this thing and I'm filling out this thing and he keeps he's like, you don't even have to come in here. You could be printing this all out at home. You don't have to come in here. Why are you even coming in here? <laughs> at which point I, I raised my voice and I didn't use swears. Cause I was like, if I don't use swears, everything's fine. <laughs> you could do whatever you want. Keep it so clean. I said, look, you need to shut up because I didn't ask you anything other than to put a mask on and you were a dick about it. So shut up. Nice. I, I did say this. This is the kind of, you know, you don't want to cross me in public. <laughs> and then, so he kind of shut, he shut up. And then I went and uh, and they, we finished the transaction with no more. And then he's like, you can, you can, I was like, I'm like, what's your name? And he told me his name. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to take your picture and uh, report you. And he's like, fine. So I said, fine fucking hate it here anyway fine <laughs> but um so he anyway he claims and he's like look up hypocapnia that's what i have which is bullshit that's like people claiming that they're getting like too much carbon dioxide by wearing oh, masks, mask. which has been debunked already yeah. so um anyway so fuck this guy and um and uh that's been that, your... that was my day. So I uh, reported him. I took his. I was going to post his picture on Instagram, but I was like, "What's that going to get me? Nothing yeah. other than me deleting it later, feeling stupid. Um, not stupid, but I was just like, you know what? I got outside and I was like, I got to get to the dip destination. 
I need to shake off all my anger and focus like on craving, the- like craving a dip destination, like a. I realized smoker. I was reading a book. I believe it was The Power of Now, and he talks about Eckhart Tolle talks about how ducks they get in fights and they shake it off. They sh- just like Taylor Swift says, they shake it off. And I was like, I need to shake this off. Because I'm going to be at the dip day destination in about seven minutes. Mm-hmm. So I went to the grocery store. I called my sister just to like bounce this my uh, this story. She didn't think it was ready for the moth. Let me be clear. I think but you made progress was, on it tonight, though. She was like, yeah, it, yeah, it has its, you know, it has its moments. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, anyway, blah, blah, blah. So there we go. Those are my run-ins. Um... And uh, but I'm ex- all the all by way of saying I'm excited to come back to New York and get into even more run-ins there. I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, because there's more people to run into. The number here we changed the number 201-584-7071. That's 201-584-7071. That's 201-584-7071. I said it enough times. It's getting ridiculous. We have a great guest today. Tonight. Tonight. Today, tonight, um, my dear friend Jordan Morris, who is has a new comic book coming out called Bubble, based on his podcast with the same name. He's also a co-host of Jordan Jesse Go. He's fabulous. He'll be with us in a few minutes. But um, you can call us in the meantime, and then call the whole time he's on, just relentlessly. Two zero one five eight four seven zero. We have a new phone line, by the way. We have new a new phone, phone line. line. I think we could we could take multiple calls. We could put We've call got on hold. Three calls on hold Ooh. right now as we speak. Are you serious? That's insane. Yeah. As your story was unfolding, the calls Wait. were backing up. We I re- really want now I now I really want to push. We do have the super chat. If you really want your your comment read right away. I'm just going to pretend Amy Dahl did a super chat. And so did you buy the dip? Yes, I bought a medium salsa (laughs) and I bought a hot salsa. Now, listen, I most times I prefer the hot salsa. I go hard pretty much with all things. And uh, but, you know, sometimes sometimes uh, the call is for medium. So, you know, you go with it. So, yeah, I did that. And uh, we got out of there. And uh, I, here I am, better than ever. I showered for the first time in days. Fancy. My hair is still damp. Let's take a call. Sure. I'm going to go grab our guest. Carl, are you there? I'm there. Oh, it's Elvira, it sounds like. Is it Elvira? No, this is Matt. Matt, sorry. It's Matt. Matt, where are you calling from? Uh, Iowa City, Iowa, but my old Minneapolis uh, uh, area code. Maybe we're throwing Dez off. Ah, that's what it was. Oh, so this is Matt Arnold of Iowa City, Iowa. Right. Congratulations. Wait, what happened happened to our phone number? Uh, Chris took it away. Why? Now, how will ever... We're getting some... I'll complain to him momentarily about it. 201-584-7071. Matt Arnold, what's happening out there in Iowa City? Paint us a picture with words. Well, uh, on, on the positive front, I was able to drive out to uh, 
uh, less liberal parts of Iowa to get uh, my vaccination where there's a little bit of anti-vax or not believing COVID's real, but uh, was able to uh, just go through a drive-through uh, vaccination. Oh, nice. So, Kudos. Nice. But I did, and, and the cop running the uh, traffic, I, I did appreciate that he didn't have a mask on as he was talking to people and waving people through to the vaccination event where you were encouraged to wear a mask. That's uh, but yeah. That's not, that's that's not why I called. So this is still you got everybody has a chance to back out. This is this is following up on the medical story that I shared with Chris oh. and uh, Des over the weekend that I almost shared last week. But uh, I don't know if this will derail the show. We can we can. Go I believe there's show. a statute of limitations. But go ahead. All right. In, in, in the spirit of this, and also uh, because it just might twist uh, Jimmy a little bit, it does have to do with my walls. But uh, so <clears throat> the story was uh, a few years back, uh, I got a vasectomy, right? Love my kids, but two's plenty. This is all moving pretty fast. Infection. <laughs> What's that? This is all moving very fast. Well, you got a you got a strange infection as a result of having had a vasectomy. Right, right, uh, yeah. So the infection uh, caused parts of my uh, downtown real estate to swell. Sure, and, I have that copyrighted, uh, by the way. Point that it needs- I'm sorry. Go ahead. I interrupted you. So, yeah. No, so it, it, it required a, a minor medical procedure, and uh, my wife was out of town. Thankfully, my parents were in town so that uh, somebody could look after the kids. Went to the uh, the ER uh, and uh, had to go to emergency care where I was brought in. And for context for folks that don't know, the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics is a teaching hospital. So anytime something weird comes in, the doctors love to just gather all the med students around to see what's going on. So uh, what ended up happening was I had to have uh, two doctors and what felt like a dozen medical students uh, watch as they drained an undisclosed amount of pus uh, from my inflamed business district. And uh, as when I looked down, there's smoke rising because they had to cauterize the wound and then pack the wound with packing bandages. And I, I, I never knew what that was like. So uh, the uh, what happened was then I got they asked me if I was comfortable changing my own bandages. So I, I said yes. I, I thought how hard could it be? Uh, sent home as I'm taking a shower, getting ready to read. I'm just I'm just listening. By the way, continue. So uh, it felt it felt like a magician's uh, handkerchief trick. As I was pulling the packed bandages out, there was about three meters, about uh, or sorry, about a meter, about three feet of. Uh, Thank you for catering to our international so listeners. That I almost passed out there. Because now you got to put it back. Is this working? Yeah. Well, then you have to repack the wound. That's the thing. <laughs> So then, uh, yeah, and then then trying to stuff that back in. And so, again, it, it, it was no pink sock, but 
there is my version of an injury that that took a few weeks to to recover and uh, slowly pulling stuff out and stuffing it back in. And I'm I'm sure on the internet I could have had a video channel that made a lot of money, but uh, it that story is now just etched mm, in everybody's. It's mind. never too late. Um, I have follow up questions uh, just out of medical interest. Um, when you had to put the the bandages back in or whatever was it the same ones or fresh ones good good question yeah yeah i, I thought want, so uh, would want folks to to mishandle this if ever confronted with this common uh uh injury but yeah no it was fresh ones I, so i i was sent home with uh, lots and lots of uh, bandages to stuff back in, but I I thought I was after I almost passed out in the shower. I thought I was going to cry when I saw just about how much I was going to have to stuff back in, and that amount goes down each time. But no. now when now with when you say stuff in, where were you stuffing it into? The testicles, bowls. Uh, I'm gonna like I don't know side tape like right where the scrotum is connecting to oh, the, f- the pelvis. Uh, it's still right in the no-no square, <laughs> but not the taint. I no, know a guy. I no, know a guy I who think that might have been easier at this point. I know a guy who well, I'll just say it was Mike Watt from the Minutemen because it's not a secret. He's spoken about him very publicly mm. he got an abscess in his perineum which is to say a hole in his taint mm. this was probably 20 years ago and he told me in great detail about a similar thing where he they had to stuff basically what you said into his the hole that he had in his taint i'm not sure what this show's about honestly but I feel, feel like uh, we're headed somewhere. Um, what if it's just gross medical procedures we've all had to deal with? I don't know. I well, um, Matt, um, uh, how are you now? I don't mean that in a letter, uh, Kenny. Anyway. I'm just asking about your... Vasectomy free? Is that what you said? Are you okay? Yeah, no, stuffing free. Stuffing free. Oh, stuffing uh, yeah, as far free. As I know. I mean, uh, physically. Well, how this how profile and courage. Is another question. Uh, this is probably about six years ago. Man, that's that's heavy. And the 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 context here is this also happened. Uh, my wife's a professor, and her one of her really big academic conferences is this same time every year, and there are like three years in a row where something just screwed up when I'm, I'm home with the kids. And this was the, the, the biggest one was when she got back that I was able to tell her that we actually had, I had an emergency room pus drainage bandage stuffing incident. That's love right there. Commitment. Well, thank so, you for that, Matt. So I think um, we're getting this, this show off to a strong start. So <laughs> yeah, I want to hear if Jordan I feel a rating uh, spike bandage stuffing stories. Well, th- thank you, Matt. Maybe we'll grab these quick calls and then we'll, we'll bring Jordan on see if he's had any uh, uh, invasive procedures. All right. All right, gentlemen. Keep it clean downstairs. 
Bye, Matt. Th- yeah. There, Matt. <laughs> Thank you for, for your super chat. Why the super chat's been a little quiet tonight? So far, yeah. What is it? What was it just crazed last week? People making want that hot super chat action. It was that new super chat smell. Everyone was yeah. really into it. I know everyone was all about the super chat. Jessica Kaibel, speaking of super chat, she super chatted. I love how David's a toastmaster in two ways. Be hard pressed to find another person with his claim to fame, however dubious. Wait, what is the other toast? I don't know. I don't understand. Now I'm confused. I got another call. Okay, let's do it. Maybe that. Maybe it's hard to clarify. Call, you there? Uh, yes, I think so. Who's? Oh there? my gosh, it's an actual woman. Hello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi, Hi. Who's calling? Yeah, I don't have a, a testicle story for you. I'm sorry. It's more than okay. Very grateful. Thank you. <laughs> where, who's calling and where are you calling from? Uh, this is Megan in Orlando. Oh, beautiful this time of year. Uh, What's, yeah. happen- What's happening, Megan? Oh, uh, not too much. I've um, been pretty excited about this uh, Netflix movie that's going to be coming out soon. It's about uh, church camp. I know that uh, Jordan's been to, uh, was a part of some sort of cool church in Orange County. And I was wondering if he had any uh, church camp stories. But if any of y'all have done that, I don't know any of y'all's stories. <laughs> no. I went to uh, no. Jewish, uh, Jewish sleepaway camp. You're um, Jewish, Chris? I'm not, not. That's that's the thing. I'm not Jewish. Oh, I didn't think you were. But I went to a oh. Jewish sleepaway camp. <laughs> that's okay. I I went to a Catholic sleepaway camp um, when I was six years old, which strikes me as really young to send a little Dave Hill away to sleepover camp. There used to, maybe there still is. In Ohio, there was a thing called Cat CYO, Catholic Youth Organization, which sounds like some sort of fascist thing. Didn't hold um, up. What's that? It didn't quite hold up well. Yeah, and and so um, I went to overnight camp when I was six and I was just terribly homesick the whole time and cried for a week. And then the next summer, my parents were taking all the kids to camp and then they took little seven-year-old Dave Hill to camp and they're like, let's just take you to camp and you can play all day with the kids. And at the end, when the parents are supposed to leave, you can decide whether you're going to stay or not. And I knew the whole time I was like, it's no fucking way I'm staying at this camp again. That was horrible. I'm not doing it. So I played all day, joined in all the games, had tons of fun. And then my parents were like, okay, Dave, that seems like you're having a good time. We're going to leave you at camp. And of course, I'm not realizing, you know, my parents are like, oh my gosh, we're finally going to have a break from these five <laughs> kids for a week. It's going to be amazing. And I was like, no, it's cool. I'll head back with you guys now. And they're like, you motherfucker. So, anyway, that's my that's my long answer, Maggie. Um, did you go to a camp? Um, yeah, I did like a few retreats and mission trips and whatever. Um, when I was in middle school, like the first time that I was away from home for any amount of time, I went up to West Virginia, 
and um, they had us all sleep in a barn. So uh, it was like freezing cold in the early morning because there's no like insulation or anything. It's just a bunch of two by fours with the huge gaps in them. And then I got a horrible cold <laughs> and everyone and then, was very passive aggressive. But uh, yeah. Was <laughs> and then, and then do you kid. have to like proselytize and stuff? Take it to the streets? What happened? Do you have to like on a mission? Like what are you, oh, you're out there okay. like. No, we were just, um, we were helping like elderly people like with their houses, like with small things. Oh, uh, gross. No, just like, kidding. We needed a ramp for their wheelchair and stuff. You were doing nice things. Mm. What was that like yeah. the Antioch trip? Everybody was just always doing, going to Antioch. 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 Yeah. That sounds like a good thing. Yeah, that's what it, I think. That's sounds similar. I didn't go myself. Is that how you say it? Proselytizing, or is it proselytizing? Proselytize. I think I would go. Let's get let's get various opinions. Well, that's Jordan. He'll know. He's smart. I'm. I learned everything I know on the streets, <laughs> yelling at people at the post office. <laughs> we should get Jordan on the program. Let's do it. Let's do it. Thank you, Megan. Please call back with your questions for Jordan as well. Do we have another call on hold? I knew it's just that. It's not pushing. Uh, we do. We Should we grab it real quick just for uh, for closure? Quick. Yeah. Before we bring in a guest now. Call, are you there? Hey, fine folks, how are you holding up today? Oh, my God. That's Elvira. <laughs> Yeah. Unmistakable. <laughs> oh, we could have could have so close my, to just grabbing Jordan I, and not I taking this call. Has been shaken. You're, you're what? You're my like, love for stuffing has been shaken. How so? Uh, is that a you're talking about the food item or, in, or in, it, well, just the, in relation to the uh, earlier call about putting the stuffing back in. Um, Let me be clear. Uh, not, no one's back. no one's calling Matt Arnold uh, sicko or anything like that. That's not what's happening. But I will say <laughs> that he's been waiting to tell that story for roughly a week, and that concerns me uh, for many reasons. But though I'm also at the same time grateful. Um. But uh, well. I'm sorry. I think you, you know we'll we'll sort it out. If you have any uh, invasive procedure stories you'd like to call back and tell Jordan in a little bit, that would be great. <laughs> well, I am a cyborg, and I do have to uh, put on new sensors and like inputs. And I had my six-year-old daughter watch as they kind of go in, and part of it involves like a five-inch needle. Okay, I'm uncomfortable now. That's my daily, but that's my daily life. You know, it's easier than pricking my finger 15 times a day. So, no follow-up questions. Uh, what I, uh, I often call as I have ideas for how we can do things better when we get back to normal, you know, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. I already called about the uh, the um, uh, blockchain ticket seats to get the ticket masters out of the way but what i want to talk to you because you're one of the few people that can under appreciate this is sound checks 
because I think we do them backwards. Because you go into it, do a sound check, and they always start with drums. And drums are the loudest thing on stage. They're used to communicate information over vast distances while people are at war. And we set, we, so we have people with fresh ears coming in, and they go, okay, everybody wants a little bit of drums. So you already got loud drums on there. And the last thing that they put on there is vocals. Now, when I go and see a show, if I can't understand the vocals, I get really frustrated. And so what I Okay, think okay. in summation, though, what, what's your point? Vocals. Start What's with the that? vocals, do the, uh, do the other instruments, and then add drums in last so you have a lower just sound floor on stage and a better sound for the audience. Why would you set the floor last? And the performers. You just said it yourself. Why would you set the you floor? You're not going to build a house and put the floor in last, man. This is like when people say they don't like pedal talk. Now I get it because I don't like this sound check talk. <laughs> I vote no sound checks, line checks only. All right, we got to get Jordan here, but call call back and we'll we'll get into this further. All right, I, and I also say I have to say Jessica Kybell says later, man. Thank you, Elvira. Why does Chris think he was getting trolled on social media, Jessica? What does that mean? Well, I mean, I, I know yeah. what trolling is, but do you ever just like search for negative comments about yourself? Like, you ever just like type your name and like for negative comments about myself? Just like you ever just like Google like Dave Hill sucks? No. Yeah. Well, every now and then I just. Google. Why would I do that? Well, I have, that? There's a voice in my head that tells me that all day long. <laughs> I think it's the voice in my head that tells me to search. Like someone somewhere has written Chris Kurzbeck <laughs> sucks. I was like, I'll just search for it, you know, periodically. And eventually I will find this comment. Um, uh, you know, someone wrote anonymously, anonymously that I sucked. So. I searched for Chris Gersbeck sucks on Reddit the other day and saw zero results. So I posted the screenshot on uh, Twitter, which then yeah. led to people actually commenting that I suck. Yeah, well, but that's out of love, as you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think it, it ended well. It started off unhealthy, but I'm glad where it landed. Hey, I'm Janet Varney, host of the JV Club podcast. Ah, oh, high school. Was it a time of adventure, romance, and discovery? Class of 95, we did it! Or a time of angst, disappointment, and confusion. We're all tied together by four years of trauma at this place, but enjoy adulthood, I guess. The truth is, it was both. So join me on the JV Club podcast where I invite some great friends like Kristen Bell, Angela Kinsey, Oscar Nunez, Neil Patrick Harris, and Keegan-Michael Key to talk about high school, the good, the bad, and everything in between. My teenage mood swings are getting harder to manage. The JV Club. Find it on Maximum Fun. The Beef and Dairy Network is a multi-award-winning comedy podcast here on Maximum Fun, and I would recommend you listen to it. But don't just take it from me. What do the listeners have to say? Would I recommend Beef and Dairy Network podcasts? Um, no, I don't think I would. Right, let me be very clear about this. Under no circumstances would I recommend this to anyone I've ever met. No, absolutely not. No, I couldn't. I feel quite sick thinking about the things I've heard. Please stop 
calling me. Please, leave me alone. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, available at MaximumFun.org and at all good and some bad podcast platforms. Literally, just leave me alone. Let's bring our guest on. All right, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, I've known this man for many years, maybe since the beginning of my time in show business. He is a comedian. He's a writer. He's, he's a podcaster. He's a handsome man. He's the co-host of Jordan Jesse Go, also on the Maximum Fund. This is a major crossover event, by the way. Maximum Fun Network and creator um, of Bubble, a narrative podcast. If I'm, if that's the right word, it's a story. It's you. Well, you see my point. Serial. I, I got a bad with words. Oh, I hate myself. Um, and he has a new comic book inspired by the podcast Bubble. Is this the best intro I've ever done on the show? No it's question. You had to yeah. say. Yeah. I just, you know, I like him, so I want to just give him a good... Plus, now we're nine minutes late bringing him on. Oh, I hate myself. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's in Los Angeles, California. Please put your hands together for Mr. Jordan Morris. There he is. Hey, Dave, I'm not uh, I'm not quite ready yet. Could you stretch with the intro just a little oh. bit? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just let's, need a couple yeah, more minutes, so maybe talk about so, uh, some, some random some... credits. No. Normally, there would be like a band going, da, 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 and you would be running, running, right. running out there. From backstage. No, that was really nice. Thank you. It's nice, nice of you to say all those things. And it's nice of you to have me on your great show. Thank you for for coming on the program. It's great to see you. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. You um, I and this is this is only because I I've I've seen your looks many over the years. You you have a very sunny California hairdo that I have not seen before. Am I wrong about that? <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, and let me explain it. I am I I am not frosting my tips. Um, okay. People ask me that, and I uh, get insulted. Maybe I shouldn't. Um. Maybe it's a little residual, like being self-conscious growing up in Orange County where people like maybe just assume I'm a, you know, Mark McGrath type. Uh, <laughs> far from it. Uh, no. So I, you know, I, I typically have a have a chestnut brown hair. Um, yeah, I was going to say chestnut brown. Chestnut brown. Sure. I think we can all agree it's chestnut brown typically. Yeah. Um, but I've been uh, doing like a swim a swim class, a swim team, and at, at an outdoor pool. So the chlorine plus the sunshine is giving me these McGraths all throughout my hair. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I know this is the, some people will be listening to this as opposed to watching. And I, I, I could probably describe my hair now as like an anime char- character powering up. Like that's my. <laughs> I think that's about right. It, you know, and I'm glad you explained it because. I didn't want to speculate, but I was like, I feel like chlorine might be at play, but you've explained it perfectly. And yeah, it's, it's yeah. exactly and it looks great. I hey, love nice it. Nice of you to say. Yeah, I feel a little self-conscious about it. I think it's a little I think I look like a little bit like a an insane no, but um No, it's it's a man it looks like a man with a, a life well lived. <laughs> That's what I see. Yes. <laughs> a man who can who can go into a chlorinated pool for time to time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can tell you the last uh, 
time I've been fully submerged in water even. Yeah. Wow. It's been a while, huh? Um, it's been some time. Jessica Kybell, I've been trying to keep up with the super chat. We're just, uh, she says, Dave needs a whip for all the self-flagellation. I, I could maybe, I could maybe cut it in half the self-flagellation. We'll see. <laughs> keep those super chats coming and I'll do it. Dave, I don't know what a super chat is. What is, what's the difference between a chat and a super chat? I just learned about it, uh, from Chris who knows way more about the internet than I do. And we just got it enabled last week um, because I got seven subscribers on my channel. Once you pass six subscribers, no, uh, something it's it, once you get past a certain, basically people can pay some amount of money. I don't know how that works. And then their comment becomes uh, it's like highlighted, and, highlighted and fancy and you can't possibly ignore it. Again, I don't know a ton about the internet, but I think, Dave, I think you've started an OnlyFans. I think that's what this is. <laughs> I believe I, you know. I think you're going to have to start posting some saucy photos in your underwear. I think that's that's where we're at right now. If I could thread the needle on it and do it in a way that was like ironic, but deliver on the sexy promise. Right, right. Yeah, maybe a but little. But uh, I don't think I have the skills to do it. Disagree. Um, disagree are guys making a living on OnlyFans too i mean like is that the idea like you post photos of yourself in your underwear and people pay to see him uh i'm gonna let jordan take that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's that's what OnlyFans is it's a like it's a it's a social network type thing but it allows for adult content or more mature content so if you're you know, someone who wants to, who can provide that content, uh, that's where you are instead of a Twitter or an Instagram, which uh, uh, doesn't like nips, doesn't like dongers, doesn't like um, taints with holes in them. Yeah, but but do you have to show naughty parts to be on OnlyFans? Like, do the do the OnlyFans oh, are there nipple requirements? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's a great question. They're like, put some nipples in this photo, <laughs> or we're taking it down. That's um, what I'm wondering. Like, is it? And then this is, you know, don't ask me how I know this, but I heard of a guy who tried to sign up for just to see what it was innocently. Sure, we all want to try. And I know a guy innocently just trying to be like, what is this? Yeah. I have to. He had to see. And he put it on his card. I gotta see the, what all my friends are jacking off to. And the bank, the bank flagged it, and he had to call the bank and explain <laughs> that, and in fact, was him. Right. Uh, and uh, so he said, he, "I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore because I was been humiliated." And that's pretty embarrassing by a stranger somewhere else. Um, yeah. So that's a concern, but um. Yeah, I, 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 you know, because I, I, you know, if someone wanted to see my uh, doughy uh, goods, not junk, I'm, you know, you know, just saying like a little, maybe some pecs. Yeah, pecs. Nudes. Yeah, there's right. some tasteful, yeah. just Europe, something very like the show off my French side. Mm -hmm. I would do it. <laughs> But I don't know. Um, but enough about me and my uh, 
desires to exploit myself however I can. Um, congr- J- Jordan. Yes, Dave. You have a new. Well, you have you have two. You you have two podcasts on on the Maximum Fun Network. I do. Yes. Uh, one of them, Jordan Jesse Go, a legendary, uh, long running, absolutely, uh, very influential. Um, yes. Uh, in a velvet underground like way, a lot of people say. Uh, a lot of people lot say of people. it's velvet underground podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, just all these people say that like all the time. They just keep saying it. It's really weird. Um, yeah, so Jordan, Jesse, go. And then uh, a couple years ago, I did Bubble, which is a, I think you described it well. It's a serialized, scripted uh, podcast. It, uh, it's a sci fi comedy. Um, yeah, and then we did that a couple years ago. And now uh, the comic book version of Bubble is coming out in July, and we're uh, flogging people to pre order it. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, coming out soon. And it's, it's amazing. I, uh, because I have connections. And also asked uh, Jordan to send it to me. I have I've seen some pages digitally. Yes, um, and it's amazing. It looks it looks so great. I know I as a, as a huge comic book fan and a fan of illustration in general. Uh, I was very excited by it, and I'm yeah, excited. Thanks. Uh, we got a uh, just a, a real a real uh, a real comics pro did the did the art and also I should say uh, helped a lot with uh, the story and the dialogue. Uh, the guy's name is Tony Cliff, a uh, lovely Canadian gentleman uh, who does the Delilah Dirk series of comics, uh, which mm-hmm. are awesome. People should check those out. Appropriate for kids, they're great. Um, so yeah, he I was like a fan of his and the publisher. You know, when we were talking about who would draw it. Um, I'm like, can we get someone who draws like Tony Cliff? And then she came back a couple of days later and she says, Tony Cliff will do it. So it was just a great like. Oh, uh, wow. That's... I just picked him. I just pulled his name out because I'm a fan of him. And uh, uh-huh. he actually said he would do it, which was awesome. Uh, oh, and I should say I co-wrote the script with uh, Sarah Morgan, who I think you've met a couple of times. Yeah. She's a comedy writer from the UK. So she uh, did a lot of great work on the podcast. So I uh, thought it'd be fun to do the comic book with her. So, yeah, that was that was the team. That's amazing. And and so when how's so people can pre-order it now. I believe yes. there's a there's a link in the chat now. Ah. Bless you, um, Dave. Bless you, Dave, for putting up the link. That you can uh, go pre-order it. Yeah, I'm learning a lot of stuff about publishing that I didn't know. And as as a as a as a, a published person, I guess uh you can back me up in that uh i guess pre-orders are like huge for books like it really makes a difference if people pre-order it versus just going to the store and buying it it's yeah because it all it's like a uh it all hits on the the week of release as as a sale for that first week so you can you can have like a uh you can hit the charts if if people would just listen and pre-order it. If they would just pre-order it. Not uh, don't yeah. don't. Oh, I'm gonna, you know I want to wait. I'm gonna wait and buy it in store several months after it's out. I feel like that's the best way to support you. That's your no, that is um, a nightmare for the author. Um, so everyone pre-order it. Yeah, because it, then it's like blammo, it comes out, and then you've got a bestseller on your hands, and which will propel propel it even further sure yeah no we're looking for a blammo definitely uh so, dave I, I guess i didn't know you were a comic book fan until you mentioned it just now 
I am. I mean, I that's I'm really setting myself up to be exposed as not a comic book fan, because <laughs> if you be like, what are your favorite comics? I I am uh, I'm more more comics in the broad sense. Like uh, there's artists I like Peter Peter Bag. Oh yeah, Daniel Klaus, um, Los Hernandez brothers. Um, a lot of like the fanographic stuff. Yeah, that's great. And stuff. um, what have I seen lately? But anyway, all by way of saying, I've named three names. I've sound you, credible. Those are, those are three very <laughs> credible names. We completely all... believable. But no, actually, I'm this this feeling that you're feeling right now is something that I am dealing with. Um, you know, anticipating kind of going out and doing stuff for the comic book because, like, part of it will be people asking me. Oh, what comics do you like? And I'm, I am, <laughs> I am terrified of deep cut comics people tearing me a new one because I don't say the right things. Yeah, and you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it can be. But I, I'm, uh, I'm actually not. I know, it's just, but those guys I mentioned, and then like R. Crumb and S. Clay Wilson, and all these people, I actually. And another time, like right when right when I was out of school, I was like, I want to be like a, I want to do graphic novels. That was my game plan to get wow, super really? rich. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was, I started, I went to Fordham University in the Bronx for I didn't study art there, and then afterwards I started studying art, like just taking classes and do, like learning the panels and all that, and um. And then, but I was a rocker, as everyone knows. And then the rock just came and just steamrolled it. And then I just right. started rocking, and I got way off course. But yeah, all by way of saying, hold a, you can't hold a pencil with the same fingers you're using to shred. Exactly. So I kind of got away from it. Um, but all by way of saying, I still, uh, I get very excited uh buy it and uh and so when you sent it to me today i'm and i'm really looking forward to seeing the uh the physical copy which everyone should why don't we someone's mentioned the dave hill effect let's prove uh wade snook says and this is he has not super chatted this so i feel no obligation to read it out loud but i will <laughs> get ready to feel the dave hill effect trademark comma jordan exclamation point everyone everyone go do it it's super cool the thing also if i may you may the cool thing about this book even though i have only seen it in digital form but i i have uh no reason to believe unless you're going to change all the illustrations on me before publication which be a weird 11th hour move yeah and we're just like pranked to play on you <laughs> do a whole fake comic book just to send to you so you don't seem like you don't know what you're talking about it would be so strange yeah. but it's beautiful and you can unlike uh books uh non non-comic books non-graphic novels i guess what i'm just i'm just describing books with just words right um you can put this on your coffee table when you're not reading and just marvel at the illustrations. But, um, and that's, this is, I'm just telling you that's bonus content because the writing is great and that's come for the writing, stay for the illustrations is my point. 
Yeah. I don't know if I'm, I might be hurting you by now with this. <laughs> no, this is great. The, 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 the hill bumps coming. I can feel it. Um, yeah, no, actually that's kind of something I like about comics too, is that, um, Something I kind of, 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 kind of. Wait, did we? Did you guys get stuck in that loop for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I muted him because it. Oh, is he back? I think so. Jordan, can you talk now? Talking, talking. I think I need. Oh, something happened. Technical situation. Need the police standing by cord. I think it's working now. Jessica Kaibel says, and I don't know if Jordan can hear this. He can hear. Can he hear? Jordan, can you hear us? Uh. <laughs> oh. He's booting a situation. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, okay. He needs to connect. We'll get this sorted, and Chris will... Just put in some action music into the podcast version. Rebooting the one. Which comes out on Friday. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. Are there any calls on hold? No, not at at the moment. The number is 201-584-7071 while we wait to sort out these technical oh i think he's back jordan you back i'm back yes i think oh. i'm back Sorry oh he's back gosh f- amateur hour over here <laughs> no problem it just went into this loop um i'm sorry you were you were saying oh yeah you I recall i was saying something that i enjoy about comics slash graphic novels is that um it has the same effect of like you know when you like turn on the tv on sunday afternoon and you just like watch the middle 20 minutes of taken on FX, <laughs> yeah, you know, you can. I, I, I don't know. I love that, and I think that's something I kind of like about comics is I can just kind of like pick up my favorite comic and flip to a page and kind of remember, like, how I felt when I read it, and you can kind of experience that little moment um, in a way that I don't think I can do with other kinds of writing. So, yeah, I don't know. It has a real like comics have a real like. I don't know. I think they capture a feeling really well, and I think you can kind of just like flip through them and kind of go on a little like journey with where you were when you were reading it so yeah absolutely and um and maybe 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 this is breaking i don't know um a lot of a lot of i'm sure a lot of people know this but a lot of uh well obviously huge movies have been comic books but then like ghost world was an amazing comic first yeah, absolutely that great movie, adaptation too. I think that movie like is a great version. Oh, it's of like comic. yeah, one of my favorite movies. But then it's they very changed, different from the comic. But it's they changed the ending, which enraged me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then what's it called? Wilson is it the one that then was a Woody Harrelson movie that was pretty good? Oh um, yeah, I didn't see it, but I I heard it was good. American Splendor was a great oh, movie. American Splendor is great. Oh yeah, Harvey P. Carr. Being a Clevelander, I used to see Harvey P. Carr, uh, you know, just running errands around. Where he lived <laughs> in the next town over from me, growing you up. Know, um, Toby cool. Radloff. Maybe, maybe this is ground you've covered on the show before. But who are the? Because I do know Harvey P. Carr is like one of the most famous Clevelanders. You, you of course. Um, who are who are Ooh. the most famous like non-sports Clevelanders? <clears throat> well, you know, it's a tricky thing because a lot of times people are. 
given credit as being Clevelanders when it's a little like people are always like now with coming to America out. Um, Chris, was that you? Yeah, sorry, I you're fined. Um, people are like Arsenio Hall is from Cleveland, and I think he maybe was brief, like lived for a couple of weeks in Cleveland, but um, Drew Carey, of course. Okay. Fred Willard is from Shaker Heights, was from Shaker Heights, um, I believe. Uh, Martin Mole. Um, this is like a murderer's row. This is like great. Yeah, like, and all from like, you know, <laughs> to, to lump myself in with everyone. They, <laughs> no, lump, they, lump away. You do they're from the lumped. next town over. And then I'm from the, then in Harvey P. Cars, the next town over from that. Uh, who else? Um, Congressman Ted Liu or Ted Liu, as most people call him, but I went to high school with him. <laughs> and I swear it's pronounced Liu, and I, but I have not talked to him in some time. But I need to confirm with him. Um, and who else? People are saying Paul Newman on the chat. Oh, from Cleveland. Yeah, my mom went on a date with Paul Newman. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, there. I'm really... Uh, it's one of those things where it, they may have just all been together in a group setting at a table. The same. And I've, <laughs> just over the years, it's over the years in my into, mind, uh, it's turned into a date. Paul Newman fingered me behind a malt shop. <laughs> Basically. She's, it was, it was a story she told every Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> gather around. The whole family would gather around. You'd hold your mugs of cocoa with two hands and. Yep. Hear that? No, the Paul Newman story. All sorts of people. There. We, before we forget, I I need to honor the super chat because it's uh, it's super. It's right there in the name. Jessica Kybell says, Jordan, who is publishing for you? Do you collaborate on anything? I, and I don't mean she's asking. Do you collaborate on anything? Meaning, which aspect of Bubble are you collaborating on? Or is she saying it like, do you collaborate on anything? As if, can you be just <laughs> right. talked into anything? I don't know what the tone is on that question. Yeah, I mean, I think it, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just try and answer both questions. It's like, yeah, I will collaborate on uh, anything. If you're down for anything, uh, my DMs are open. So just let me know what you have going on and I'll collaborate with you. Uh, recipes, quilts, um yeah, just anything. So I'm down. DMs are open. Uh, yeah, so the uh, the publisher of Bubble is uh, called First Second. Uh, they do a lot of great books. Uh, Maybe another Max Fun uh, related book. They do the Adventure Zone uh, graphic novels, which is uh, the D and D podcast on Maximum Fun. And uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of great stuff. They do. Um, um, what are some? Oh, the Delilah Dirk series, which I mentioned, and. Uh, uh, Laura Dean keeps breaking up with me. It's just a great comic, Dave, that I think you would like. I think it's very much in the vein of the like Ghost World, Dan Klaus. Um, won a bunch of awards last year. Great comic. Um, anyway, so yeah, they do really like beautiful, fun to look at books that I think would look nice on a coffee table. And uh, yeah, so I definitely like they were very helpful because I'm like a, you know, I was very new to this. So like not only did they like, get me a great artist but i had a great uh, editor named allison wilgus who is a comic 
comics writer herself. She does the uh, Cronin series, uh, if anybody reads those. Um, but she was really helpful in, like, understanding of me being, like, a total noob and, like, just explained terminology to me and was, like, a big help with story and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was a real group effort. I, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, it, it does say created by Jordan Morris, but it was a very, like collaborative thing uh between sarah and tony and allison and uh you know kind of everybody who worked for the publisher it was a real a real group effort so yeah i i had a lot of awesome help and when will it when will it be officially out even though we want everyone to pre-order it now i almost don't want to say the official date just because people will know uh yeah july 13th so july 13th you can walk into a store and get it or you can go pick up your pre-order on july 13th so yes everyone pre-order it you gotta pre-order it. It's it fun. really makes a difference if you want. I know we just said this, but if you really want uh, to support an author, pre-order it. Don't and don't don't try to think about it like this is, you know, as as an as a fellow author. Sure. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and I'm grateful for any support. Then, but people are always like, "Hey." Uh, where should I get it? So the money goes right in your pocket, Dave. <laughs> like as if like there's ever a chance I'm, I'm ever going to recoup any of my book advances ever. Never. Yeah. I'm never going to. Um, no, but like it, it doesn't matter is my point. My point sure. my answer is always, it does not matter. Just go buy it. Pre-order it. Yeah. Don't think about it. Will you see it when you see it's available? Get it. And that will really help the author. Don't wait for some. Don't try to meet me behind uh, a dumpster to sell you a copy personally. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not a. Yeah. It's not a, a CDR <laughs> of your band. <laughs> yeah. But um. Yeah. So everyone, everyone, pre-order it now. Yeah. I really want uh, the Dave Hill effect to happen. I want. I want your publisher to call you. There it is. Hey, oh, cool. That's awesome. Based on the Smash Hit podcast. I mean, yeah, look at that. The cover alone is awesome. Yeah, beautiful cover. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Tony and Natalie uh, are great, are, are pretty pretty killer at what they do. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say a little bit about it. It's a sci-fi comedy, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, we got to get into them. Got it. It's uh, maybe Search Party meets Guardians of the Galaxy, if you can imagine such a thing. It's these kind of goofy hipsters who have to fight monsters with a you know monster fighting app it's kind of a satire of the gig economy and how it's uh, slowly killing us all so yeah yeah there we go um that was the cover it's amazing the the art is amazing the writing is amazing i i can't i i'm I'm, if if everyone doesn't go pre-order this right now i'm gonna i'm gonna just i'm gonna stab uh i'm just picking a random person out of the chat (laughs) <laughs> yeah, who's got, the, go who's got the most stabbable username <laughs> stabbable um and how how was it was it hard to to take the podcast and then to transition into a comic book form like because even like from a uh what little experience i have just to, to, to go to thinking in terms of panels totally yeah. It turns your brain sideways. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, my brain was definitely sideways for a little while. It was it, it was a challenge for sure because, um, y- you know, the, the podcast, you know, there's about 
you know, four and a half hours of podcast there. And, um, you know, if we just cut and pasted it into the comic book script, it would be a, you know, 900 page book. So it was, you know, tonnage was just an issue. So we like, you know, wanted to have some of the stuff that people liked from the podcast and some new stuff. So we just kind of like worked a lot on streamlining the story and kind of made it a little bit more about the characters um, and kind of their like, you know, little journeys that they're on uh, as opposed to like bigger plot stuff. And yeah, and you know, because an interesting thing. So Sarah, who co-wrote it with me, um, we both have a lot of experience writing like late night, like late night TV. She's a you know, variety sketch writer in the UK. And I've done, you know, a lot of late night over here. And um, in that job, you are, um, you're rewarded for pure pages you turn in. Like, it's almost like not the quality of the jokes, but can you turn in five pages of jokes by noon? You know, mm-hmm. so we kind of think like that. Of the, How many jokes can we fit on this page? And then it's an issue of like, hey, if you, assholes fill this page up with nine different jokes about how someone is boring they can't see the art so there was a little bit of a process of like okay how can we shorten this line how can we get the essence of the line in there make it funny but also make it short enough so it doesn't fill the entire page and it's no longer a comic book you know Mm -hmm. So, so we definitely did a little process of like once we got the very rough draft back of like just cutting lines we didn't need because we liked the art you know of like Oh, if we cut this line, we get to see more of this building or more of this person's face. So there was kind of an element yeah. of like, it, it, there was a lot of slashing and burning. Um, but I think it was all for the best. I think it like, you know, it, it's weird. I think, you know, writers typically don't uh, don't like being edited. You know, they don't like saying, make this shorter. But like, I think in this case, the shortening really helped it. Like it really like, I think started to sing in a way that it didn't before once we started kind of like just deciding what was really important and like making like, like what was the difference between something that's really important and something that is just here because like, you know, it's the third dumb joke that made us laugh, you know? So anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think uh, Des, did there's some calls on hold you said? Yeah. Yeah. Are you happy to take some calls, Jordan? I would love to take some calls. Now, I, I with the caveat that they very well could be people randomly talking about surgical procedures. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. So what have we heard so far? Surgical procedure. I have a, <laughs> I have a hole in my taint. Um, someone yeah. who has opinions on the order that bands should sound check their gear in. Yeah. Could have absolutely nothing to do with anything we've been discussing. I would prefer it, actually. If these could be as random as possible, I would prefer (laughs) that they be totally random. Carl, are you there? Uh, I think so. Can you hear me? Yep. Who's this? Oh, it's it's Megan from Orlando again. Oh, it's Megan. Oh, Megan's there. Beautiful this time of year. Yes. (laughs) Go go ahead, Megan. (laughs) Megan, It's beautiful most times of year. I'll be honest. Megan, you can turn your uh, computer down or whatever you're listening. If you can turn that down, you won't have any delay. Oh, okay. Let me take you off speaker. Cool. Is this better? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, cool. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
I don't know, Jordan, did you hear earlier about uh, church camp? Did you ever do that? Yeah, so you were you were the one who was excited about the Netflix church camp movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I was so I uh, as I mentioned grew up in Orange County. Um uh at one point known for its uh beautiful beaches and chill vibes, now it's known for uh the worst anti-maskers in the world uh who uh <laughs> don't want their personal freedoms infringed upon. Um so yeah, but uh so so a big thing in Orange County when I grew up was the like hip youth group. So it was like, you know, like a cool kid at your school would say like, hey, me and some other teens, like we just get together in this building on Sundays and we just talk about what it's like to be a teen. And it's really fun. And sometimes we watch movies and they make it sound like not church, you know? Um, and it's always yeah. like a super cool, like water polo guy doing this, you know, <laughs> uh, a, a guy who has intentionally frosted his hair to make it look like mine. Liquid, and he's got the shell necklace. Yep. Yep. You're absolutely. Yes. He has a puka shell or what's the other one where they're like the littler fragments. Yeah. Uh, he has a puka shell necklace. Yes. You're absolutely right. And uh, yeah. And then you're kind of like tricked into going to church and, you know, a, 22 year old youth pastor with tattoo sleeves, like plays a U2 song on his guitar. Um, and th mm -hmm. so that's like, yeah, that's... I always felt like youth pastors were so much older and so much wiser. And then it's like, Oh, you were like five years older than me in some cases. Yeah. And they all still lived with their parents. <laughs> yeah. These are, uh, yeah. Youth pastors did seem like very, very cool when you were 13, but, um, Probably looking back, they were probably uh, dorks and losers. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so you you did this when you were a, yeah. So a I kid? was I was you know like and a big part of it for me was like they did in the like youth group room like on weekends they did punk shows so you could like you know go to like the basement of the church on like a Friday night and see like the Christian version of no effects, you know, like, uh -huh. um, in, or like the Christian version of the mighty, mighty boss tones, like a band who kind of sounded like something you were into, but just like, we're singing about Jesus. Um, yeah. Like the chorus comes and they're talking about doing something for him. They're always talking about him. Yes. Yeah. Him, and capital like, H. Yeah. <laughs> <and you're> like, <laughs> like, wait, oh, wait a minute. This? But they did a good job, you know, making the flyers kind of look like punk flyers and stuff like that. So you could kind of like, yeah, so that was the vibe. I never went to like a sleepaway camp, which I know was like huge and a place where a lot of like early fingering happened for people. But like, sure. Um, yeah, I never did the overnight camp. I don't think I that ever happened at my church. But I mean, no one would have told me I was kind of, you know, the good girl. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I didn't do any, I didn't do any of that, but I definitely like was in that world for a while. And I definitely like, like to <laughs> look back on it and think, what was that? What was happening? <laughs> <laughs> so that was, what was, where did you, uh, caller, I'm sorry, I forgot your name, but I wanted to ask Me what, Megan. What, what region did you do this in? What, where did you grow up? Oh, uh, West Palm. Oh, okay. So, um, sorry. Oh, oh I was just going to ask what it was like. Was it like how how like my experience was it, or were there different like archetypes and stuff? Um, I mean, I don't know like what kind of church you were at. I was at a United Methodist, and it was not 
I mean, it was like kind of cool, quote unquote, insofar as like we had like a band that would play and it was kids from the church who, who all got to play. And then, you know, I'd, I'd have a crush on whoever was playing bass at the time, but um, like we didn't have any like actual touring bands that would show up and perform concerts or anything like that. (laughs) So you never got to see like MXPX. Were they, they're Christian. (laughs) They are. I think MXPX, MXPX went secular. I think they, changed the jesus's to um you know a girl's name and then uh-huh so the, they yeah they were out. a very like blink 182 sounding type band and they uh they i think went, had some secular success but i think christians would like to tell you that like oh yeah those dudes are totally christian and like be a little smug about it <laughs> they're ours yeah, yeah. I, I, I would do that about like Switchfoot, but that'd be about it. Oh, Switchfoot, yeah. Switchfoot, sure. I was gonna say, isn't it there? I remember there being like a new metal band that was POD, POD, payable on death. Payable on death. I had that album. <laughs> Are they still Christian? Is yeah, it who's who's keeping up with POD's career? <laughs> I believe they are because. <laughs> I believe I think they are because I've just somewhere over the years I've I my daily news sources are uh, uh, credible news sources and then like a quick lap around the metal websites and see what <laughs> just for uh, some just to keep I would like to keep abreast of what's happening in the metal world yeah. just to, I feel like I should know just so. If anyone asks, I can talk about it. You can be like, oh, yeah. P.O.D.'s, they're actually still working Christian. on they're <laughs> hey, still Dave. <laughs> hey, Dave, you like metal. Are P.O.D. still Christian? <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. <laughs> okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I only ever had their first album. Oh, that's the, the nation song on it. That was... that, that's before they sold that's... out. No, I don't know. I wouldn't know their music if it slapped me around. Yeah, they actually sold. They did. They actually did uh, drop the Christianity in their second album, just full of fuck jams, just all fuck jams. <laughs> you got to. You got to. Do you know? If it doesn't work. work. Yeah. yeah, they're still around. They're still working. Okay, we ran a check on it. We ran a check on it. In, in 2016, they did a a, a 42 city tour. Under the banner of "Make America Rock Again," there you Oof. go. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> yeah, that's always the fun part about checking in back yeah. with like Christian artists. It's like, oh, they're MAGA now. That's, oh, that's no. fun. Right. Hmm. Wow. Do you want to hear who else was on that tour? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> I could guess probably. Kurt Cameron's metal band. <laughs> Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud, of Puddle course. Puddle of Mud, it says select dates only. Select. Uh, <laughs> trapped. I was going to guess trapped. I'm yeah, kicking myself. They, yeah, they got kind of maggoty. Alien Dude. and Farm. Uh, Tra- trapped fuel. went fully maggoty. Like, uh, oh, I think yeah. that they're banned they, from like every social media they got for just being now. horrible. Huge on parlor though. Trapped. Uh... They probably are. <laughs> they probably are. Fuel. I I I weirdly found myself at a fuel concert in the last several years. I went to see um, 
Monster Magnet. Were you abducted? No, I went to see Monster Magnet in New Jersey at some festival. I went with um, friend and and favorite caller, Bill Dolan. And uh, we went out to New Jersey and uh, I saw Jackal, which I wasn't anticipating. I saw a few. Jackal with a Y. Okay. Yeah, no, all these bands were playing where you're just like, what's happening? Anyway, all by way of saying it, I've seen Fuel. I know what they're up to. They're still at it. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Megan. Was there anything else you wanted to get to uh, ask Jordan? Um, we have a del- I've, I've been watching uh, HGTV, and I was wondering if you got approached to, like, do a on the couch thing on an HGTV property. What HGTV property would you choose? It's a good question. I don't know that I understand any of that. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of HGTV. What is <laughs> what is an on the on an on okay. the couch property? So, so like um, some reality TV shows, they'll just like have a comedian sit on a couch in front of a camera, and then they'll like be like, "Hey, look at these assholes!" the entire time. Oh, I've done That's one of those. I've done I've done one of those for the doctors. Oh, what uh, is that? Is that like a talking uh, head type thing? It's a it's a it's it's weird. It's a weird little format that that I think is is become more popular. Um, so there's that daytime TV show. I don't know if it's on anymore. Uh, called the Doctors. I think it is. I think it was at one point like a Doctor Phil spinoff, um, where it is these medical experts. Uh, some of them are hunky. And, you know, it, it is a, on a very daytime TV talk show set. And, um, you know, and, and then, uh, you know, people ask the medical questions and blah, 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 blah. Uh, it would be on like after Ellen, um, if that gives you any context. So, yeah, they, sure. they, they did a thing where they called in comedians where we just watched clips for, for of them. And then we're supposed to like quip. So it was like a May, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, if best week ever, if you remember that show, mm-hmm. uh, David, you've done a, be- you've have to have done a best week ever. I was, I played Satan on one episode of best week ever, but I was never, I, uh, <laughs> I never, uh, I, l- I later did more of those shows. It took me a while to sort of get the feel for uh, how to do that. Cause yeah. you have to talk about stuff. It's a skill. Yeah, totally. Because you have to talk about things you don't care about. <laughs> and and um, I didn't, it took me in my early days of show business. I didn't know how to do it. And then it's, you get better at it. And, yeah. But now they stop doing it. They don't really do it as much. Um, but but yeah, maybe it, was, it was an interesting experience because, um, you know, it's daytime. So everything was like, had to be, you know, cleaner than cleaner than PG. Um, so like, I remember doing a couple of jokes where I'm like, that looks like a certain part of a man's body. (laughs) (laughs) She looks like she's ready for marital relations and just like (laughs) delivering the lines like that. It was, yeah. Uh, which I, I think like. maybe I should make it my humor style. Maybe I should. It's weird. That's like, that's a. basically the the verbal equivalent of the OnlyFans page I'm planning. <laughs> to, to you want to see it a back certain part circle. of Dave's body, and then <laughs> you like to see or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I'll go. Yeah, hard fetish. Yeah. 
only fans um do i think we have another call on hold do we no oh that's <laughs> that wasn't me uh i didn't handle that well i wasn't trying to just cast away little megan <laughs> but thank you caller. thank you thank you megan yeah thanks <laughs> thanks guys bye thanks have a good night um easy is there a delay on the phone? You, we can cut out this part later where I say, is there a delay on the phones? <laughs> there, there might have been on her. Let's. We got one more call. You want to try that? And oh, see? my gosh. Look at that. One more. Love a call. Call, are you there? Oh, turn your radio. Yeah, yeah, I'm here, man. Oh, there he is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I got him down. oh this is could not Hello? possibly. This is perfect. Uh, Jordan. MVP caller, the pride of Merrickville, Ontario, Niels. Niels? Oh! What's Amazing. going on? Hello? Yeah, yeah, it's us. <laughs> yeah, it's not too much. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm interested in, uh, in Jordan's origins. Like, how does one get involved in comic books? Like, were you like enthralled as a child or is this just something you fell into later in life? Like, come on, baby. Like you've obviously got the spirit. <laughs> yeah, where I do. You, when did you, where do you put it? Uh, first of all, just want to start off. Neil, great energy. Bringing, bringing oh. just some stellar energy. Uh, and I appreciate that. Um, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I was a, I was a, kid who was into nerd stuff and you know when i you know went to the supermarket with my mom and was you know being a brat she would buy me a comic book to you know um uh, make me shut up and that kind of like started so just like seeing spider-man and superman comics in the supermarket checkout which i don't think yeah, i don't think you can get them there anymore but um at, at in my youth there was just a rack of comic books that you could uh uh, you could kind of beg for as a kid. So yeah, pharmacies kind of... too. Pharmacies were a big comic book. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there, uh... there, therein I begin. Therein I begin because you're right. It was like a smorgasbord of imagination, like personified. Like it was just this there, you know. Like you said, Spider Man's on the rack. Yeah. X Men. What? What have you? And uh, you've maintained this, and now I don't know what your latest comic book's about. I'm, maybe you guys could uh, illustrate that some, but uh, you, you, you've held on to this the whole time. Like, was this always what you wanted to do, or is this an offshoot now? Yeah, no, it is something I've always wanted to do, and, uh, and uh, you know, I, I've never been it, – it's, it's a tough thing to get into if you can't draw – because you're basically saying I am good enough at this to where you should find someone else to draw my thing, um, which is uh, um, uh, it, it makes you a tough sell. You know, I think a lot of people get into it drawing their own comics, like they write the story and draw. So you know, someone saying like I can't draw, but this is good enough that you should hire someone to do it. Uh, it's a it's a tough sell. Um, so yeah, I definitely took took uh, took a run at pitching comics. Um, maybe 10 years ago to crickets just to uh, not even a form letter. Thank you for your submission. Just, uh, you know, sending off comic ideas to contacts I got um, 
who couldn't have cared less. Um, so yeah, it was definitely something I kind of tried at and then got a little bit discouraged. Um, and then, uh, yeah, once, once we started releasing the bubble podcast, then first second got in touch and said, you know, we think this would be a good story for comics. Are you interested? Uh, and I could not have said yes fast enough. So yeah, it was one of those things where I, I kind of like thought it was a dream that would never come true, but then it did. So yeah, it was, it was really cool. And it happened very ni- nicely and organically. Yeah. If, if, if a nice lesson oh, people can learn. Sometimes like, things just happen. Like if you, if you have like some sort of memory of like your first superhero or maybe super villain, but like what is the original uh, character that you ever drew? Oh, uh, so see, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, I am not a drawer, but as far as like, um, Characters I loved as a kid. Or uh, or conceived. Sorry, I. I, I... It's oh, okay. Yeah. We. Yeah, uh, but as far as ones I loved as a kid, uh, I was a Spider-Man kid, and uh, maybe X-Men a little bit too. Once I started to have like teen feelings, X-Men has a lot of teen feelings associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those were those were my those were my faves. I got into uh, I started reading DC a little bit later, but I was always kind of a Marvel kid. So yeah, I definitely um, uh, am the target um, late thirties dork for all these movies and TV shows that are, that are coming out. Cause I like, remember all these characters from when I was a kid. Oh, that must be helpful. Cause I, I'm, I get lost. Yeah. I can see how you would. I can like, totally understand. <laughs> when I saw gardens, I've not seen, I I'm remiss and I'm that I have not seen guardians of the galaxy two, even though my dear friend, Steve Agee is in it. Oh yeah. Agee's great in those. Um, so I'm due to see it. Uh, but the first one, I was like, wait, who's this this guy? Where's he coming from? I, yeah. I thought he was the bad guy. And then this other <laughs> guy came from over here. So I lot- remember, I, I, um, I never like followed the Harry Potter books. And somehow, I forget how, found myself watching the last Harry Potter movie without knowing anything about the world, really. And... I was just like, this is an art film to me. Like, I don't understand any of this. Like, this is like Tetsuho the Iron Man. Like, this is so, Mm -hmm. like, obtuse. And I don't understand any of the rules. So, yeah, I I can see how if you're, like, not super into the lore going into those movies, they, like, don't give a fuck. They're just like, all right, sorry. (laughs) Oh, you haven't been reading these for 40 years? Well, I don't know. It's not our fault. You're on your own. Yeah, I feel better having it explained to me that way. Yeah, you're fine. I I, I always just think I'm dumb. No, I, when I see movies, I think I'm. Everyone knows what's happening. I don't know. <laughs> everyone knows who Groot is. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought Groot. I was just like, oh, they they just decided to have this guy. Yeah, little tree guy. Why not? Um, we we just have a, a couple minutes. Jordan, uh, sorry, Dave, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I go for it. For you, but um, um, Jordan, can you yell in a booming Zeus voice your latest creation and why? Not why, but just what it is. Like, what's it called again? Like, sure, yeah, attracting like people like me. Yeah, okay. Booming Zeus voice. Booming Zeus voice. This is the perfect time for it. Booming Zeus. Yeah, no, I love it. I love this direction. This is really good. Okay. 
Oh, foolish mortals pre-order <laughs> the bubble comic book. It's a sci-fi comedy that will have you laughing and thrilling. Pre-order now, wherever you get your books, foolish mortals. Perfect. How was that? That's perfect. I shall be mated with a ram. Yeah, I love it. This was bubble. That's what's called bubble. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. How in the world did you call with all these like in-depth <laughs> questions and then the most basic bit of information you somehow didn't have in your head? Mm. It's like watching a Marvel movie. Some well, of it you catch, some of it you don't. Some of it goes on here. here. I got so much going on. Now I have I have two more questions. I hope you guys don't mind. Two no, more. Uh, questions. Make it quick though, because we're out of time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, the time, eh? Oh, yeah, the special time. Okay, Gersbeck, Chris, what's your yeah. T-shirt say? Uh, Witch Taint. Witch Taint classic shirt. Oh, nice. I, I've, I've decided to cut all the sleeves off all of my uh, shirts from that source. <laughs> gone higher. <laughs> and, uh, from that source. Hey, Abe, I'm just wondering, like, well, Chris, I do have chicken questions, but I can email you maybe if I ever get your email. Sure. But Dave, um, what do you think about uh, when you see people driving all alone with a mask on their face? Oh, I just think that... What do I think? I think that they're probably just like, uh, I'm going to be jumping out of the car in a second anyway. To, uh, and so they don't bother to take it off. That's my thinking. I don't think they're insane. I don't think. Yeah, no, that's exactly like, oh, sorry, dude. What was going on? Oh, no, that's all I had for that one. I just think, I think they're basically illustrating the fact that it's not. It's not really that hard to wear a mask and you forget that you're even wearing it. So they're just going about their lives and being like, oh, yeah, um, that's what I think. Um, oh, there's a super chat from Elvira. Pinball comic book Kung Fu at pin com dot com. I. Uh, Walked into that one. <laughs> I, I walked literally just gave him a, but you know, he paid for it. So there. So there. I, that's what I'm here for to give in. But um, we're, we're, we're two minutes over and something horrible will happen if we don't wrap things up. So Niels, thanks for calling. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap things up here. All right, uh, gentlemen, have a great <laughs> night, and thank you for letting me on. Um, Jordan, I really look forward to checking out this stuff, man. It's awesome. Thanks, oh. dude. Yeah, thanks for yeah. your thanks for your energy and uh, and uh, and your suggestions for voices to do. That's what was yeah, really cool. Yeah, that was a good, nice direction. <clears throat> cool. Thank you, Niels. No thanks, problem. everyone. All right. <laughs> See you lots. See you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for everyone. Uh, thank you full first to Jordan Morris. Everyone, go pre-order Bubble wherever you get books. And listen, of course, to the Bubble podcast and Jordan Jesse Go. And uh, thank you, boy criminal Chris Gersbeck. Thank you, New Jersey Chicken Rancher Des. Yo. Uh, Jordan, is there anything else? Marching orders for the people? 
Aside no. from pre-ordering, no, we've uh, yeah, I think we've uh, we've flogged them with it enough. I think they've uh, they've they've hopefully got the message. Uh, I feel no, like thank they you, have. thank you for for letting like me. Uh, thank put you the link in the chat one more time if anyone. Nice, you go. the links in nice. the chat. It's so easy. Could not be easier. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you so much. This was a this was a total blast. And yeah, thanks for letting me. Thank you, thank you for doing it, and uh, thank you to everyone who joined us live, and thanks for everyone listening in the futuristic podcast format. If you like to support this show and the incredible maximum fun network go to maximumfun.org slash join and um get in on the, the hot times we'll see you next time week show <laughs> and oh yeah okay are we out maximumfun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.